Stephen, what comes to mind when I say the word fellowship? Oh, man. If you're a Baptist, definitely food. I'm talking uh, dessert fellowships, pizza fellowships, Sunday night fellowships, Sunday afternoon fellowships, Friday night fellowships. Um, yeah, lots, lots of eating. What if I told you you were wrong? Hey, welcome back to the Bible Connection. My name is Matt. This is my co-host, Stephen. Hey, guys. And, uh, we've uh, been out for a few weeks, a few months. Uh, it's been busy. It's been busy, but hey, we're uh, trying to get back at it, and uh, we want to welcome you guys back to the show. Today, we're going to talk about a topic uh, simply called, What is True Fellowship? Often, like Stephen said, we think of eating Uh, Going out to a restaurant, hanging out, maybe having some fun, maybe playing some games. Uh, And that is enjoyable, and uh, we all enjoy doing those types of things. But when it comes down to true biblical fellowship, I think we're kind of missing the mark. Well, Matt, what scriptures are we going to look at today? Well, I really want to look at uh, one specifically here, and that is in Acts chapter 2. And this is after the day of Pentecost here. And it says in verse 42, it says, And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and prayers. And really, we look at kind of what the ingredients, if you will, of what a church should be. And uh, maybe we'll take another episode to look at this, but a, a church should have true doctrine, should preach the Bible. Then talks about here about fellowship, and we'll come back to that one, describe it here in just a second. But then it has... Also, breaking of bread, and that's um, in context to the Lord's table. And then in prayers, and praying together, that goes right along with fellowship. Uh, one commentator, uh, Paul Chapel, says that, that it is our spiritual duty as believers to stimulate one another to holiness. And I think that's really well said. Stimulate one another to holiness, and how do we do that? You're going to stimulate one another by spiritual conversations exactly. uh, about God's Word. And so fellowship is not necessarily, when we're talking about in a biblical context, fellowship is not just coming and saying, hey, did you see that football game yesterday? Or, hey, did you catch the race? Ooh, or, uh, or talking maybe about your work week. It's kind of saying, hey, what did you get out of your devotions this week? Uh, hey, that was a great message. What did you think about it? And I feel that in our culture today, in our churches today, very rarely do we have spiritual conversations. Yeah, I find it amazing uh, how that uh, just a magnificent sermon is preached. And, uh, you know, after the closing prayer is said, the last amen, people just go their separate ways and talk about food uh, or sports or what they're going to do this week or how their last week was. And really, I think sometimes it would do us well to... You know, even in that just that one setting, that one context, uh, to not let the fruit be stifled, uh, but to let that continue to grow and discuss it. You know, if the Lord did did something in your heart during the service, or you made a decision, or you have questions, talk about it. Yeah, and I knew this uh, with one of my good friends, Josh, uh, there in Florida. And uh, hey, what- Josh, <laughs> we hope he's listening. Uh, but where I'll take uh, conversations or things from the Bible that I've been learning, I'll say, hey, what do you think about this? How did you see this? And, uh, and really getting around, uh, what is God teaching me through his word? 
Uh, maybe it'd be odd if uh, you went up to someone and you said, hey, what did you get out of your devotions yesterday? Uh, personally, no one has asked me that. Uh, in the 20-some years I've been a Christian, no one has ever come up to me and said, hey, what did you get out of your devotions today? Well, most people would say that's too personal a question to ask. And that's no. right there. We, For some reason, we think, oh, what, the things that the Lord teaches me, that that's intimate and that's personal. And that's true. It is very personal. But if there's going to be anything we're going to talk about with somebody, it should be around the Word of God. Uh, we talk about things that are familiar to us. If I would go up to someone that's a mechanic and I would talk to him about maybe a new car, maybe the new Corvette coming out, mm. man, that guy's going to go on for hours about it, about what kind of, um, I don't know, I'm not a very big Corvette fan. Uh, tires are on it. <laughs> you know. Spoiler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, but they're going to talk about it. People that are involved in sports, if they're really into soccer, they're going to talk about some kind of soccer player. Uh, those are the people that are into fantasy football. Uh, they're going to talk about, ooh, this guy had to sit him on the bench, and I was able to get this guy, and I got this many points, and... We talk about things that we're familiar with. We talk about things that we spend time doing. And so, in right. relation to that logic, maybe we're just not spending time in God's Word. And maybe we're not comfortable with God's Word. And then that goes back to a thing of going back to our personal devotion time uh, with God and us on a daily basis where we can grow and get familiar. And once we're familiar with it, once we're growing, we're going to want to talk about it. We're going to want to talk to someone else. We're going to say, hey, listen, I was reading in the book of Acts today, and Paul's in that prison, and I didn't realize this aspect or whatever. And and so uh, it all goes back to our personal life. But I guarantee you, once this starts in a, in a church, a culture of true Christian fellowship, then you start the church starts growing outside of those preaching times. And no church can really grow just with a few hours of preaching a week. It's going to have to be Christians talking about spiritual things. Uh, as uh, Stephen quoted that commentator, stimulating growth in the life of a, a believer. Uh, this book here uh, that I have uh, read talking about fellowship, it tells us here that fellowship comes from... Men and women getting together and sharing their lives, including joys, hurts, and victories, as they seek to follow Christ. Hmm. And if we would come to a point where we share our joys, our hurts, our victories, our failures, we could pray for one another. Uh, that's what the book of Galatians said in chapter 6, uh, bear ye one another's burdens. And uh, I think it would be very uplifting. And as you go and try to encourage someone else in the Lord, I can guarantee you that they're going to encourage you as well. Oh, yeah. Something I thought of that you mentioned earlier. You know, you find some point of commonality with somebody when you're talking to them. A mechanic, you talk about a car. A, an athlete, you talk about soccer or football. Well, in the same way, how much more would that build up relationship with a fellow Christian when you have this commonality, this common bond spiritually, and that's the amazing thing about going to foreign countries, uh, you may not even know their language, but you have this unspoken 
understanding that you believe the same thing. And so you can really increase that bond, encourage that bond, strengthen it by talking about it, by relating uh, stories, experiences, and build that person up and encourage them to continue on and to be stronger in their Christian walk. Yeah, and th- we'll have to save this uh, s- little sub-point for another time, but it also creates a sense of accountability, too. Ooh. That if sure. I walk up to you, Stephen, and I say, hey, Stephen, what did you get out of your devotions uh, this week? And maybe for some reason you didn't have them. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a little bit... Convicted. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have my devotions. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't need to rail on him, but I need to say, hey, man, text me every day that you had your devotions. And not that we're doing it to please one another, but I believe accountability can help in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all good points. So you'll talk about what's important to you. You know, is the Bible important to you? Is the Lord important to you? I hope he is. Uh, but I think we could all say that he could be more important. Oh, yeah. So I just want to challenge you there. I want to challenge myself. Think about those things, talk about those things, and encourage fellow believers around you. Yeah. So thank you guys once again. Hey, if you've been encouraged by this, I encourage you guys to check out our Facebook page. Uh, maybe leave a comment there. Uh, maybe leave a comment and say, uh, how do you fellowship with other Christians? Do you have a Bible study group? Maybe you get together with uh, some men or women in your Sunday school school group maybe you get around a cup of coffee and you talk about the things of the lord how do you fellowship and uh, we love to hear those comments if you have any topics or suggestions for us also find us there at the facebook page or email us at bibleconnection.cbc at gmail.com we'll be here next week and i don't know what i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> i did want to say too so oh. Just in closing, sometimes it comes down to, you know, turning the corner from uh, the weather, the sports, you know, politics, and having the courage to speak a word about God in the Bible. And that's really what it comes down to. Do you have, um, will you take the initiative? Will you have the boldness uh, to bring this up in a conversation? And you will not regret it, I promise you. Yeah, and that's a good challenge. Go find someone this week and tell them, Don't you don't need to ask them about their devotion, but go and say, Hey, let me tell you what I read out of the Bible this week. Uh, We'll see how that goes. I guarantee you, you'll find some encouragement in there. For sure. All right, guys, have a great week. See you next time.